Welcome to the Allegory of Spots podcast series. Thanks for joining. In each episode, we introduce a new spot. We talk about how spots hinder our progression mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, and how to overcome any spot that may be holding you back. As you begin to move and apply the things you learn, you'll start to see weaknesses become strengths, and you'll begin to see and feel greater light come into your lives. Hello. You are listening to The Allegory of Spots. I am Holly. This spot is called Judging. I went to see a counselor to help me find a solution to a problem that I had been dealing with for a while. My mind was so stuck in the dilemma of trying to move forward in a way that would be the best for my family. As I explained the complexity of the issue to the counselor and the choices that I felt were available to me, it started to be clear to my mind that I had put myself into a box and could not see a scenario where the outcome would be good for all involved. During the counseling, I discovered something that I had done that had complicated the situation. I had judged, and it was not my place to do so. I needed to ask forgiveness for my judgment. And as best I can recall these many years later, the counselor said these words, Has anyone given you the right or authority to judge someone else? Did anyone give you a card or a diploma that represents your right to judge others? As far as I know, there is only one person who lived their life so perfectly and then suffered in the Garden of Gethsemane on the cross who has the understanding to judge because he suffered for all and took upon him our sins. He is the only one who knows us well enough to judge our hearts and to judge our intent. Well, into my mind came the realization of what I had done. I was a big part of the problem, and now I needed to ask forgiveness from the ones I had judged. My perception had been that I knew what was right. Boy, was I very wrong. In the situation recorded hundreds of years ago, Jesus Christ makes a statement to a crowd who has judged and condemned a woman to be stoned to death who committed adultery. The law of Moses dictated that she should have been stoned. Christ said to the crowd of people gathered, Let he who is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. Then all in the accusing crowd were convicted and pricked by their own conscience, for they had all sinned and made mistakes in their lives too. They all left one by one, and no one threw a stone at her. In James chapter 4, verse 12, we are taught, There is one lawgiver who is able to save and destroy. Who art thou that judgest another? Our society views individuals and events around the world as they are played out on the screens of television and social media. We sit on our sofas and make judgment calls about each other. People are judged by the world and the watching audience. Then other scenarios come to the forefront of the viewing audience and people's lives are changed without a trial or praised as either having value or having no value. Has your story ever been the one set out for all to judge? If a person has made a mistake and everyone points an accusing finger at them, what is there to give them hope? To rise above the problem? Where is the compassion? 
Can people change? Can they rehabilitate? Remember to treat others the way you would like to be treated, or try to walk for a moment in someone else's shoes. Isaiah 55 teaches this in verse 8 and 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, said the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Of us, the human race, it is required that we love and not judge. Remember the second great commandment? Perhaps someone you know has made a terrible mistake. If you want, you can Google a story. It's a story of Sione Havali. He made a choice that changed his life. Luckily, that was not the end of his life and certainly not the end of his story. It will be worth your time to find out what happened. You can go to Google or YouTube and put in Redeemed, the story of Sivoni Havali, S-I-O-N-E-H-A-V-I-L-I. At the end of each episode, you'll hear us repeat the steps on how to remove your spots. It's simple. There are four steps in the process. Number one. Start by making a comprehensive list of all the things in your life that you need to get rid of, or repent of, or even be healed from. You'll know when your list is complete, when you feel you've included all the items that come to mind. Number two, take an inventory of what you're feeding your spirit. Because what you feed your spirit is what feeds your flesh. Your body will follow your spirit. Number three, now that you've identified the spots, let's get rid of them or cast them off. And here's how you do that. Present your list to God through prayer. Ask Him for help. Ask Him to remove your spots, to literally take them from you. Ask God to remove and offload all your burdens, your stresses, and your concerns. Stop trying to carry them alone. They weren't meant for you to carry. And number four, once you've finished steps one through three, it's time to start the process again. Only this time, dig a little deeper into your soul searching out even the smallest of spots you might have overlooked or not even recognized. Ask God to reveal them. He has a way of bringing them to the surface. And finally, continue these steps until you've completely cleansed yourselves of any and all spots. Then move forward day by day using the atonement of Jesus Christ to keep yourself unspotted. <laughs>